everybody. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. I was originally planning a series on holiness, but instead we're going to just talk about the things that are going on in our world right now and what they might be teaching us. originally planning on doing a three-part series on holiness next, but this last week as we've been confined to our house and my children have been home from school and all the other good stuff that's going on because of the coronavirus, I just didn't feel like that was the right place to go. So I've just haven't really recorded anything and now it's actually Sunday morning, really early, and I just want to talk to you about some stuff that I just journaled about and some stuff that I've been writing about on my Facebook page and things like that. As you know, We are living in strange and unprecedented times. None of us have ever done this before. We've never had a virus that swept the world, that forced us all inside of our houses and away from other people, that closed restaurants and stores and where people lost their jobs. And I mean, it's it's wild and we don't really know how to do it, but we're trying and we're learning and we're growing. And I just want to talk a little bit about what I feel like this is doing to our relationship with God, because I hear a lot of people on social media asking questions, wondering how God could do this, wondering what kind of a good God he is. And I think those are valid questions. And I hear other people throwing out their Christianese phrases, and it makes me wonder if they're bypassing their actual emotions. It's, it's a good time for us to really just be processing because what this is doing is it's revealing to us what we really believe about God. Is he only good when good things happen? Is he only in control when life is going peacefully? It's revealing things that we believe about prayer. Is prayer something where we just push buttons on God's vending machine and then he gives us what we ask for? Or is prayer something significantly deeper? It's revealing things about our God boxes, these little boxes where we keep an understanding of God. And it's showing us that those God box gods are not the real God because they're coming up as insufficient. And I think all of this is worth pondering. It's worth sitting in all of our extra time that we have now and processing where our mind is going. And it's, pro- it's worth processing and questioning, what kind of a God do I have? in my God box? And what kind of a God do I believe in in my head? Am I doubting him because of these circumstances? And I want to try to be really gentle here because I don't want to come across as somebody who's trying to push you or tell you that you're wrong. But at the same time, I really think we need to stop and really just consider these things because it is revealing things about ourselves and it is revealing things about the God that we say we believe in. It's really weird But even amidst the just craziness and strangeness and whatnot of all of this, I am finding so many things to be grateful for. I did not realize how busy my life was and how little margin I had in it and how I was always stuffing one more thing in. But suddenly, many of those things are gone and I suddenly have so much time and it's been really fun. I've done things that I have wanted to do but haven't had time to do. 
for years. I got out my sewing machine the other day and I made something, an apron that I literally had bought the fabric for before my son was born. And he's almost eight. And it's just been sitting in my closet for years while I rush around my busy life. I feel like I've been pulled back from a lot of relationships that were just kind of surfacey. I don't see them anymore. And so we don't really talk. However, other relationships that people I really cared about were connecting more. I'm Marco Poloing people and reaching out and having genuine conversations. And it's a beautiful thing. I see God's hand all over this virus. And I'm not trying to be fairy tale happy or whatever, but I'm filled with hope because of the God that I know and the God that I believe in. And so I just want to share that stuff with you guys today because I think it's really easy for us to be so comfortable. We're so comfortable, guys, in our lives here, especially in the U.S. If you're listening in the U.S., we have so much. And even just the grocery stores, we are so used to having such a variety of options. We are not used to just going in and buying what's there today, which is what's happening right now. We go in and whatever's there is what you get. But we're just used to a variety of options. We're just used to so much stuff. So much freedom, so much comfort, so much stuff. And it's like all of that has been peeled back now. And we are left looking at ourselves. We're left looking at what really matters. And it's not comfortable. And it's scary. But it is so, so good for us. I see God's hand even as people are talking about God more. I had more conversations as I was shipped shopping. Because that's what I do. I grocery shop people. And I still am doing that. And it's madness. I've had more conversations about Jesus with employees at the store, with other ship shoppers in the last two days than I've had in the three years that I've done this. People are open right now. People are thinking. They're wondering. You think that's a coincidence? Guys, the real God cares so much more about us and our hearts and knowing him than he does about our comfort and our safety and everything else that we think is important. We have misplaced priorities. In our brokenness, we think that comfort and safety and health and life is the most important thing. But the real God knows that all those things don't really matter in eternity. And the really important things are deep down inside of our hearts. It's seeking after him. It's knowing him. It's exploring the kingdom of God that Jesus brought to us. Those are the things that really matter. And as we're stripped, of so many things that we're used to these days, the real God is at work. He is at work pursuing people and pulling them into relationship with him. And I love that. This whole thing is just exposing so much of our religiosity. And even those of us who are on this journey of deconstruction and reconstruction, look at all the things we're discovering about ourselves. How we think that prayer is so formulaic. If I pray the right way, I'm going to get the right thing. I've heard people talking about how they don't even know how to pray anymore because they don't know what to pray for. And I just want to throw this out there to you guys. What if prayer is not so much about what we're trying to pray for as who we're connecting with? I don't find myself praying for things these days. 
maybe that sounds horrible, but I'm not sitting here praying that the virus will be over. I'm not praying for people's health. I'm not praying for all that stuff because the real God knows what he's doing. He already has a plan and he's already working it out. And so as I pray, I sit here with him and I talk about my own heart and I ask for him to pursue people and I choose to rest and trust in what he's doing. I don't know that our prayers, I I want to say this in a way that doesn't make it sound crazy, but I don't know how much impact our prayers actually have on what God's already got planned. I'm not sure we can sit here and like pray away something he's already planned out. I don't know that he wants our prayers to be like that. It's just not not just about getting stuff from him or getting him to do things. Prayer is a way to connect with him. It's a relationship. It's that digging into our heart together. Him showing me his heart and me showing him my heart. And us having that intimacy. That's what prayer is. It's that connection. It's that conversation. Not so much about how can I pray the right way to get what I want. And so all of this mess that we're going through right now, it is just revealing so much to us about ourselves, about our prayers, about our God boxes, about our preconceived ideas, about these religious things that we still believe. And it is a blessing. Every single broken thing that I have ever been through in my life, looking back, has been a blessing. Maybe not the most comfortable thing to go through at the time. Obviously, painful, horrible, hard. I would never ask for it. I would never want to do it again. But every one of those horrible things have been so, so good for me. And they have brought such good fruit in my life. God knows what he's doing. He knows that when life is perfect and easy peasy pie, we don't seek him. We don't look for him. We become very self-sufficient. And right now, this virus that's sweeping the world is just destroying our sufficiencies. It is revealing so much about ourselves as a human race. It is destroying the idea that we are good. It's destroying the idea that we are powerful, that we are sufficient, that we can do this. It is leaving us feeling empty and lost and powerless. It is revealing our selfishness and our sin. It's showing us our need of a savior. It's just such a gift. And I'm not trying to make light of people that are sick or dying because that's hard. It's difficult. But what if it's good? In our brokenness, one of the things that we don't always understand is what is actually good and what is actually bad. So many of the things that we think are good are actually bad for us. And so many of the bad things that we call bad bring such good fruit, even through the difficulty and hardness. This is an opportunity for us to hold on and trust in a God who is so much bigger and so much higher than we are and who has a plan and who's working out his plan. It's an opportunity for us to get in step with him, to trust him, to hold on to him. I want to just read something that I wrote on Facebook the other day. I said, the slowing down of life, the limited interaction with people, the uncertainty of the future, the fearfulness of the the unknown. Have any of us ever done this before? This is the kind of thing that shakes us to the core. It shows us where our security lies. It reveals the false spiritual formulas that we believe. It illuminates our little God boxes. It is painful, but it is a gift. Because the real God is not at all worried about COVID-19. He is using every bit of every part of this crazy time to pursue people and draw them back to himself. 
It could be that chaos is actually better than peace, and sickness is better than health, that death is better than life, and that fear and uncertainty is better than security. Maybe not in the moment, but for eternity. Psalm 73, 25-26 says, Whom have I in heaven but you, and there is nothing on earth that I desire besides you? My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. The writer of this psalm, Asaph, didn't create this out of circumstances filled with peace and perfection, but instead from a place of confusion, frustration, and fear. Lean into this mess and uncertainty, friends, because it is here that the real God wants to meet you in a way you will never forget, and you will never be the same. I truly believe that. I truly believe that this time of craziness and uncertainty and fear is a gift because the real Jesus is using it to show us our own brokenness and to draw us to him. And so I would just encourage you to go ahead in the mess, in the sadness, in the grief, in the confusion, in the anger, bring that to him and let him sift through this with you. Let him show you who he is and how powerful he is. One snap of his finger and this could all be gone. If it's not all gone, it's because he has a plan. He has a purpose for this and it will last as long as he wants it to last. And he will provide an answer when he's ready to provide an answer. And in the meantime, he will draw people to himself because that is what he always does. That is his heart and that is what he most cares about is for people to know him. I hope that brings you some peace. I know this is hard. I know this is scary, but you can lean into a God who will never, ever, ever let you go and who has not lost control. Next week, we probably really will go into the holiness. But until then, in the middle of all this stuff, in the middle of all this unprecedented craziness, just keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.